Hello, you are listening to the Treadweary Podcast, the audio arm of Treadweary.com, where we gather around the Word of God to hear what it is that God has done for us, so that we might receive from Him the gifts of His grace and mercy. Join Pastor Smee as we take a look at the text coming up for us with this following Sunday to hear what it is that God has to tell us and to open our hearts and our minds as we prepare to worship together. Greetings, Church. I hope you are doing well on this Monday after Transfiguration Sunday. We just have a couple more days here and then we start Lent. We, we will have our Fat Tuesday tomorrow or Shrove Tuesday, Mardi Gras, whatever you want to call it, is tomorrow. And then Ash Wednesday. It seems like we just started Lent, I don't know, maybe a year ago. Uh, we've like been in this perpetual Lent, uh, but now we actually begin Lent for real. As, as we enter into the journey to the cross. We enter into the season that is a season of itself that we, we take charge of, we take hold of, in order to have God do his work upon us, to transform us from inside out, to rend our hearts so that we don't feel like we have to rend our garments, as we'll hear from Joel on Ash Wednesday. But uh, today is the day in which we take a look at our prayer of the day. And we're actually going to do a few different things today. Uh, One, we're going to read our psalm. Two, uh, we're going to sing a a refrain for that psalm that we're actually going to be doing on Ash Wednesday. And then we're going to take a look at the the two prayers that we're going to be having, one for Ash Wednesday and one for the Sunday following, for the first Sunday of Lent. Uh, But please, calm your hearts and your minds before we begin. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love. According to your abundant mercy, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Against you, you alone, have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight, so that you are justified in your sentence and blameless when you pass judgment. Indeed, I was born guilty, a sinner, when my mother conceived me. You desire truth in the inward being. Therefore, teach me wisdom in my secret heart. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones that you have crushed rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and put a new a new and right spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and sustain me, sustain in me a willing spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your ways and sinners will return to you. Deliver me from bloodshed, O God, O God of my salvation, and my tongue will sing aloud of your deliverance. O Lord, open my lips and my mouth will declare your praise. For you have no delight in sacrifice. If I were to give a burnt offering, you would not be pleased. Sacrifice acceptable to God is a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O God, you will not despise. Do good to Zion in your good pleasure. Rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will delight in right sacrifices and burnt offerings and whole burnt offerings. Then bulls will be offered on your altar. 
Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, as now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. If you didn't recognize it, that's Psalm 51. That's our psalm for Ash Wednesday. And there's so much in here that we could spend weeks preaching just on this text, digging into it to see so many things. But I love it that we hear that wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. It's this call for us to, to know our sin, to see our sin, not so that we get more depressed and cry and get in the fetal position on the corner, but so that God can forgive it. Sin exists for Jesus to say, I forgive you. That's the reason why it's there. Uh, we sin and he comes and forgives us all our sin. I said that we'd, read, we'd sing a refrain, and, and the practice that I've gotten into uh, during uh, Ash Wednesday is that instead of opening with the just reading uh, Psalm 51 or doing it responsively or whatnot, which I, I love, I actually sing this chorus by John Michael Talbot. And it's rather easy, and, and we'll be doing it on Wednesday night. So we'll do it today and tomorrow. So and and maybe Wednesday too uh, for our video, so that you uh, have it before you before we uh, gather together in the evening. So maybe some of you will know it uh, when we have services. But it goes like this: Create in me a clean heart, O God. Let me be like you in all my ways. Give me your strength, teach me your song, shelter me in the shadow of your wings, for we are your righteousness. If we've died to ourselves and lived through your death, and we shall be born again to be blessed in your love. Taking Psalm 51 and putting it in just a few lines is this idea that, that, that we die and are reborn in Christ, that, that, that we receive his righteousness. Uh, uh, if we've died to ourselves and lived through your death, that, that, that death becomes the focus of everything for us, the death of the old creation and rebirth of the new. Well, our prayers of the day, uh, because we have Ash Wednesday coming up, and, uh, and as well as the first Sunday of Lent, but our prayer of the day for this Ash Wednesday is the second uh, choice in our hymnal for Ash Wednesday. Gracious God, out of your love and mercy, you breathed into dust the breath of life, creating us to serve you and our neighbors. Call forth our prayers and acts of kindness and strengthen us to face our mortality with confidence in the mercy of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A beautiful prayer because it harkens back to uh, these biblical images some that I actually am going to have in my sermon for Ash Wednesday that I'm working on right now. But, but you have here, out of your love and mercy, you breathed into the dust the breath of life. That comes from Genesis 2, verse 7, in which it says that God formed man out of the dust and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and he became a, life, a living being uh, that, that became life, grew, grew up and, and, and stood up and 
had arms and legs and, and is able to walk around and run a mile in under 25 minutes, you know, that, that sort of a thing. And this is creating us to serve you and our neighbors. This is giving us life that we might be God's and be God's instruments for the care of his, his people, his world, his creation. Call forth our prayers and acts of kindness. This, this picture of our disciplines during Lent, of prayer and alms, giving of alms, charity. And strengthen us to face our mortality with confidence in the mercy of your Son, Jesus Christ. This, this reminder that we are dust, and to dust we shall return, which is what we'll hear on Ash Wednesday. And that is this reminder that we have as we go through Lent, that we will die but we know of one who has risen from the dead for our sakes. Well, and then our Sunday coming up, the first Sunday of Lent, our prayer is this. Holy God, Heavenly Father, in the waters of the flood you saved the chosen, in the wilderness of temptation you protected your Son from sin. Renew us in the gift of baptism. May your holy angels be with us, that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Another wonderful prayer. Uh, first, uh, in the waters of the flood, you saved the chosen. Well, uh, one of our readings is from Genesis 9, where God gives to Noah the covenant of the rainbow, the, that, that he would no longer ever destroy earth by a flood. But then also we have 1 Peter 3, which reminds us that God saved eight people in that ark from the flood and, and that Peter then equates it to baptism, saying baptism now saves you. This, this reminded that in the waters of the flood you saved the chosen. And in the wilderness of temptation, you protected your son from sin. Well, our gospel reading is the temptation of Christ from Mark, but also his baptism, as well as his first sermon, where he comes preaching that the kingdom of God has come near. And here it is, this call for us, and even in our prayer, is this hearkening back to the words we are about to hear, this preparation of the theme for the Sunday, which is the whole goal of the prayer of the day, the propers, these things that we have that, that set the tone for the day, the appropriate things. And so we begin the day praying the texts that we are going to be hearing. Renew us in the gift of baptism. Renew us in the, in the promise given to us that we have died and we now are hidden in Christ with God. That, 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 that we've been buried with him by baptism into death. And now we live in new life in the risen Christ, which is the promise that we're given in our baptism, that God drowns us and raises us up in him. And then it says, may your holy angels be with us that the wicked foe may have no power over us. That actually comes from Luther's uh, morning prayer, I believe. Morning or evening prayer, I can't remember. I'm getting confused right now. But he actually said, may, uh, may your holy angel and an angel is a messenger or a preacher. And, and uh, in Luther, I believe at one point, talked about Jesus being the angel, the angelos, being the messenger, the preacher. Not that he was a created being, because he's not. He is God incarnate. But that an angel was just one who came to speak the words of God, to be God's sermon 
uh, in our presence, that we might hear the thus saith the Lord. Well, Jesus is the thus saith the Lord with flesh on. And so here we are asking for God's word to come to us, God's protection to come to us in our journey through Lent, that the wicked foe, that wicked foe of sin, death, and the devil, we have no power over us through Jesus Christ, that we hold to him who has gained victory over all of that. Well, let us pray. Holy God, Heavenly Father, in the waters of the flood, you saved the chosen in the wilderness of temptation, you protected your son from sin. Renew us in the gift of baptism. May your holy angels be with us, that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Well, go in peace. Serve the Lord. We will see you tomorrow.